0: The umbrella. umbrella? It's a nice little
1: little shade too. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Something cool. THC pen, if anybody is (laughs) inclined. It will get you high. So. Yes. Yeah, I've been high this morning. Since this morning. Still kinda high. I was high
2: all day. I escaped. (laughs) I was gonna make notes, and you didn't. But then I got high. <laughs> did you really not make notes this week? No, I did Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I definitely
0: did Can legitimately turn
3: into an Afro Man song.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> wholly unprepared for the cast. Yeah. Oh man, boys. Yes, boys will be boys. boys. It, it is. It's a big. It's a big day. It is a big day. It's, it's a, a good day for it. I'm so stoked right now. Yeah. I've been jazzed since like episode 40 about this. Mhm. Probably. I don't know, man. Probably longer than that. Yeah. But
1: And I like these milestones. Well, this is a big milestone, mm-hmm. but I like when we do a similar pick Yeah, like know? a theme. The themed episodes the are themed always The themed episode. There yeah, we go. I they're... can't think of words right now. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to see what other themes we come up with cuz I know we're oh. all pretty creative and I have a few ideas and I'm sure you guys do oh, too. Oh, dude. Yeah, after yeah. after this, we're going to have a little
3: melding of the minds cuz cool. I've got I've got a really I've got an extensive idea that I that I want to run by y'all because okay. I, I I have something that I think would be really fun, but you guys don't get to hear it yet. Uh, <laughs> not yet, nerds. <laughs> not yet, <laughs> fucking nerds. This is what you're spinning. Uh, I'm Dorian, your host, uh, joined by my boys Jacob and Matt. Uh, as we kind of alluded to, today is a really big day. Uh, you know, uh, it's episode fifty. Uh, Jesus,
2: dude, think like, <laughs> that's really, crazy to think about, man. <laughs> to, to, to really so. sit down and think about it. It's kind of insane. It is. Um, that went by pretty quick, like super fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Even with like us having to take time off for, uh-huh. you know, various things, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, we're right in line, you know, if you really think about it, cause we started this in March of last year and, you know, 52 weeks, right. you know, we're still, we're like a couple months out of that, but, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. but we've been consistent. Um, I don't know if it I don't know how to how to word it but I I'm kind of like surprised you know I was like I didn't know you know when I started or when I brought this idea uh, and everything and we kind of started it. I was like I don't know how long this is gonna last this could just be like a fuck around thing for five yeah. episodes yeah. Uh, and now we've done that ten times over so thank you boys for always being down or for being down and to still do this and for always bringing the heat and for bringing damn good music mm-hmm. uh, We've got yes. some incredible shit to talk about today It's episode 50 uh, of What You Spent in the Instrumental Edition Part 2 uh, We'll be getting into that uh, here in a little bit uh, But we're going to do a little get-to-know-us kind of deal real quick Getting I, to know you Yeah, uh, you know, episode 50, like I said, big milestone Um mm-hmm. uh, Figured we've kind of, you know, told a little bit Like, you know, about why certain albums make us, or made us bring them up You know, that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. But yes, We gotta ask the burning questions
2: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Yeah, no, it's 50 episodes, man That Just to think about It's been that long That we've Been ongoing It's like 50 weeks Like weekends We've been doing this now Mm -hmm. Um, It's fucking crazy, man Like we've We've stuck it out the whole time Um, You know, we've on additions had guests all this other stuff and like I feel like I was asking myself at one point like where does it end yeah because <laughs> mm-hmm. we could really go like forever like it's music yeah you know but 50 is such like a milestone I feel like because mm-hmm. uh, you know we're halfway to 100 and then not even that like it's just like 50 times we've been all together mm-hmm. doing this just talking about music so yeah thank you guys for sticking around mm-hmm. um, it's been hella fun Hell of a journey, definitely like brought me up to new music, new
0: ideas, mm-hmm. like
2: mm-hmm. you know, um, and yeah, just good vibes all around. So
1: all around,
3: hell yeah. yeah, and and it's I feel like the you know it's not like we're it's not like we're you know top music podcast no by no means or critics (laughs) are like by no means yeah it's like we're just we're just three dudes but in in, but i feel like you know episode 50 like this this milestone bringing it up it really kind of puts everything into perspective of how intensive this is you know Mm -hmm. taking time out of your day to listen to new music and stuff Mm -hmm. and then take notes on it and then you know sacrificing days to like come in Mm
0: -hmm.
3: you know or get on a zoom or skype call and all that shit but nah man I'm I'm so stoked
1: I feel like we've learned from each episode too whether it's how we banter or how we communicate and talk about music and each time Mm -hmm. it gets better in my opinion yeah Um, true and I love how far we've come Mm -hmm. and I most enjoyable part is all the music we brought up Mm -hmm. and all these different bands that Mm -hmm. you guys have maybe never heard of or that I haven't yeah we all know and we find the love and it all kind of melds together and this cast is so much fun and I hope you guys all like watching it yeah
3: for sure thank and yeah if you're a regular listener like Please, on this episode in particular, like show some love in the comments, you know, share it with your friends. We'd love to hear from the people that listen, actually, because I know like I'm a nerd and I check the view count. We're like <laughs> averaging we're averaging 20 right. an episode at mm-hmm. this point. Not bad. Uh, you know, we've had some really banger episodes with more and you know, some mm. that kind of didn't have that much traction. But, yeah, if you're if you're a regular listener and you've you know been around long enough, like fucking say some shit in the comments on this. Um, but, yeah, man. Super stoked, super happy to be here. Let's get into these questions real quick uh, that I've got for y'all. Let's do it. Um, You guys can kind of pick who goes first. I'll just ask it to the group. Uh, What's your age? Where are you
2: from? Which age are you from? 23. From Cali. Born Cali. Nice, nice. Um, Moved up here when I was young with my family, like three or four years ago. I was still pretty young.
3: Hell
2: yeah, hell yeah But um, yeah, been here
1: since Nice, nice Sim- Similar him yeah. yeah Cali boy Cali Moved boy. up here, moved back, back and forth Yeah um, But now I've been in Oregon for the last few years And definitely yeah. my home Yeah, you've, you've gone like mm-hmm. up and back a little yeah.
3: bit but Yeah mm-hmm. But that's tight Yeah uh, I'm 26, Dorian, I've been in Eugene I've literally lived in this area my whole fucking life mm-hmm. Like in, you know, some offshoot towns in Oregon But yeah, been up here my whole life Um What, what's like a a first memory of like a, if, whether it's like a particular song or an artist, you know, like what's your first memory with music from when you were
1: like a Uh, young kid? Yeah. That's a big question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I can go first. Something just came in my head. mm -hmm. Uh, I've never been a Beatles fan. Okay. uh, But my dad was. Okay. And I remember him playing the White Album on CD. He bought like this tricked out stereo system. Um, back in the mid 80s okay, and Rocky Raccoon just like a song that a you know mm. seven eight year old kid could get into and like yeah, appreciate yeah. the song Pigs or Piggy I think it is. Um, all of those yeah. songs on the album are so cool yeah. I remember listening to the entire album eventually and falling in love with it at that, at that young of an age and uh, it kind of stuck with me you know I didn't really get into the Beatles after that but for whatever reason that's that's yeah. my memory of being introduced to music in general and finding an appreciation for something kind of abstract and then some other cool songs that were on that album like you know back to the US- ussr and songs mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm.
3: and, and out of all of the sure. albums to get into by the beatles the white album like yeah. it, there's a reason why it's like almost it's like top 10 of any best albums of all time list mm-hmm. like right. it's it's a major. Mm-hmm. uh but are you still thinking because i can go
2: oh um, no probably okay. like oh boy first time listening to music that i remember um, there's a lot, definitely when I was younger being like, you know, at parties. Mm-hmm. Um, like listening to all the Spanish music. Mm-hmm. But one that I definitely remembered, uh, just cause um, like it was kind of a core moment. I was like starting to have like, you know, my thoughts and stuff on music. Um, I don't remember exactly, it was in Cali for sure. We were like, we had gone back I think to a trip to see family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were listening to the radio. What song was that? It was like an R&B song. Okay. Um, uh, I want to say it was like maybe Erica Badu or something. Like something Mm -hmm. R&B-ish. And it just caught the groove. Like I caught the groove of the song. Um, And then from there, like, I was like, okay, I like music. And then, you know, more stuff started coming up. I listened to more radio. Um, So, yeah, that's when like my core moments is like, you know, kind of in Cali. Yeah. When I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then, even more recently, you know, like, in, like, middle school, high school, all that yeah. stuff, getting more yeah. music, so... Yeah. I think, for me, I can't
3: remember exactly what, like, which one of these came first, but uh, I remember, like, driving to... Because my dad lived in Lynn County, like, Albany 11 and all that shit, um, and he would drive me, you know, when I would visit him on the weekends, we would be driving forever, and he had... Uh, like, the CD binders, you yeah. know, with, like, all the fucking nice. sleeves in them. Yes. And he had, like, three in the back of his car because he was just burning CDs, buying CDs. And so I remember I would just, like, sit there and flip through them. Uh, but he was a huge... He's still a huge metalhead. Okay. And so it's, like, I can't remember whether it was Dragula by Rob Zombie or Master of Puppets by Metallica. Um, he has a story of me listening when they did the concert with s or with the San Francisco Orchestra that I was... Hanging on the oven door, singing "Master of Puppets," um, but <laughs> I remember specifically those two tracks like a lot from when I was like yeah. fucking three, four years old, just listening to Master cool. and Rob Zombie. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, three three artists that kind of changed you, whether it was from a personal perspective or uh, changed your music taste. You know, kind of flipped them
2: on, flipped it on its head, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think right off the bat, first thing that comes to mind is uh, a Spanish mm-hmm. uh, group called Los Bukis. Los Bukis. Los Bukis. Um, just because, like, when I'd listen to music a lot, especially growing up with my parents, it was always um, like Spanish music, mm-hmm. and I used to not like it. Um, <laughs> I used to not like Spanish music because, um, in part, like I was learning and I mm-hmm. didn't want to understand it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to listen to you know hip hop, all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, but like now that I'm older, and even like you know not too long ago, I started realizing like there's like it's not bad stuff. You have to like you like gotta it. find you gotta yeah. go. You have through. to find where you like, like mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. like from it. Yeah. So like listening back to it now, like my dad would always play those boogies. <laughs> um, and listening back to it, I'm like, I understand now. Yeah. And I get and it. I get it. I get, I get it get, pops. <laughs> yeah, and all the other music too that like they would listen to, um, that's Spanish. And more recently, just 'cause recently too i I told you I, I've been kinda on a bender. Oh yeah. For like mm-hmm. Spanish music. You've been getting down to your roots. Yeah, like regional <laughs> like regional Spanish music, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, that was one for sure Los Bukies, um, hip hop pro- probably like Joy Badass. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I could name like a bunch of stuff, but that's probably like the core one for me. There's a third, third one. Oh, a you, third one? A, yeah,
1: top three. Dude. One more, okay. That's tough. Yeah, oh, Put to me question. on the spot now. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I crafted these when we did The Wall, mm. but then, you know, that... That episode was a little hazy. That day got a little... He's a shade of winter. Got fucking sideways real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> Great episode.
3: <laughs> Still got to put out the movie
2: review. Uh. One more? Probably, Yeah. <sighs> ironically, maybe like... Not like, ironically, I guess like Daft Punk. Okay. Really got into Daft Punk yeah. at one point, and then that got me to Deadmau, Skrillex, all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they truly are yeah. a catalyst. What
1: about you, Maddie T? Uh, probably like early on, maybe more of like a Glenn Danzig kind of vibe. Because mm. uh, I was kind of uh, more solitude in my younger years when I got mm. into middle school, and so I found outlets in music. Yeah, yeah. And the darker it was, you know, the, the easier Maddie. it was for me to find a release. Um, and then after that in high school, Jim Morrison and The Doors definitely nice. expanded my horizons a lot more. Jim fucking Morrison Jim. told me, man. <laughs> Always love The Doors. Gonna bring an album up of theirs at some point on this cast. And then, you know, I could keep going. And this last one is, is it's a hard one uh, for me, but uh, definitely Brian Eno. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because he helped me kind of dive into a rabbit hole of music that I mm-hmm. would never have found. otherwise Mm -hmm. because of the the stuff that he was doing which is different Mm -hmm. even going back to the the mid 70s and kind of finding uh, appreciation for music like Roxy music and you know different bands that are just weird stuff that I would have never found out so and he's got he's got such a uh, diverse catalog
3: Mm -hmm. too yeah like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm really excited to talk more on that here in a couple. Yeah. Uh, because this year pick for this week of his is just so vastly different than mm. before and after Science. That oh, we completely. Yeah. yeah. Not, even, not even from a fucking instrument. Like, the yeah. fact that it's instrumental versus mm-hmm. some, something with vocals on it. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. Great mm. picks, you guys. And then for me, personally, um, it, this is going to be funny because it's stuff that we've covered. All three of these are bands that I've brought up or artists that I've brought
1: up. Very cool. That's all right.
3: Yeah. Uh, Definitely, uh, first one was probably Slipknot. Um, like, cause just because I grew up around, uh, like there's just a lot of music mm-hmm. in my life, you know, like my mom was super into Prince. Uh, fuck. I might actually, fuck. I, I'm, I'm going to be a scumbag and have an honorable mention at the end of this. Okay. Uh, just because I can't, there, <laughs> there's, but anyway, uh, Slipknot when I was about like, uh, 13, 14 years old, uh, getting into them. Uh, because I had heard, like, someone I was going to school with was like, yeah, I'm in a Slipknot. Like, their bassist just died. Their original mm-hmm. bassist, Paul Gray. And I was like, yeah, I've, like, I was a fucking Hot Topic kid, so I always saw Slipknot t-shirts. And so I was, I like, let me, I was like, let me "Let me, get into them. And then uh, watched that live download uh, set that uh-huh. I showed you guys some clips from. and from the CD just, that, that you had, the CD, you said? Uh, the DVD. DVD yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that on YouTube, and I was like, I need the actual DVD so I mm-hmm. can watch, like, the behind the scenes. And then that really opened me up to, like, a darker side of metal. You know, that wasn't the, mm-hmm. the radio-friendly stuff, you know, like, the because I was already, like I said, like, hell into Metallica, hell into Rob Zombie. And then Slipknot really opened the door for me to go and get into bands like, uh, in Flames. Mm-hmm. uh... Later on, uh, in my life when I got into my twenties, Die Hard is murder. Uh, you know, Oceano, like the really heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Slipknot for sure. Uh, next one for me would be uh, MF Doom. Uh, was slowly. I used to be such a rap hater. Mm-hmm. I was like one of those fucking like if I same if I could go back and meet myself at 13 I'd beat the hell out of myself because I was Mm -hmm. annoying I was like I was a little shit like
0: Uh, classic rock is the best music ever (laughs) rap sucks (laughs) I was like
3: like literally the things that I go back and remember conversations I had about music just make me cringe so hard (laughs) uh but I was like starting to get into rap music uh it was like right around like I had already gotten into Chance the Rapper you know Kendrick Lamar's earlier stuff uh and then my buddy Dylan shout out uh showed me uh Mad Villainy uh, with Mad Lib and Doom okay. and I was like, What the fuck? Like this the lyric the rhyme schemes and everything and then that started a fucking like three year just obsession where I was only listening to like MF Doom and Mad Lib shit. Mm-hmm. Uh so MF Doom and then the third one, uh Mr. Oizo. Uh when I heard when my nice. stepdad showed me Mr. Yes. Oizo when I was like 12 13 years old, I was like, What is this? Music? Mm-hmm. Like house? What? Like the Like a thing that you live in? Like right. what? House music? Okay, bet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that subsequently led led me into DJing, getting into you know
2: of course the, the heavier side of EDM and stuff like that. That's cool. That le- that was like the catalyst to your DJing,
3: like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: making music yourself, like mixing and everything.
0: Yeah,
3: and then the the honorable mention because it was uh, really monumental to me was uh, Aerosmith. Uh, my mom was really into Aerosmith uh, it was the first autobiography I read was Joey Kramer their drummer okay. uh, and they along with Metallica and some other bands but Aerosmith was like the main one that made me really want to get into playing music learned a bunch of their songs on guitar back in the day and then really made me want to you know, learn any instrument that okay. I could fucking get my little grubby little fingers on uh, but yeah those are mine and then two more and then we'll move on. Oh, we're good. Two more. I like this um, question and answer, period. I do, too. Yes. Um, f- top three albums that you've been shown from the cast. Like, like Matt, Ooh. it would be, like, top three out of the stuff that we've brought up. Not yeah, your, not yeah. Your oh, own. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, top three albums that you've heard because
2: of the show Ooh. that we've, like, brought up. Well, first off... Uh, I think one that comes right to mind is uh, Gary Newman, uh, Pleasure Principle. Yeah. Definitely that album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gary Newman, man. What a... Just
3: yeah. an absolute monster, dude. Yeah. Gary Newman's the shit. That, uh, <laughs> Definitely like, a
1: pioneer for that era. Oh, yeah. Definitely oh, yeah. That inspired a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of people. And I could
2: see why, like, just the creativity behind it and... Mm-hmm. Yeah like what he was doing At, at that year Like mm. Such a simple album cover too But it's it just was. It's burned yeah. into my mind Because
3: that mm-hmm. picture's just So cool <laughs> I don't know why I love it I'm yeah. like yo What is yeah. this
2: That one um, Wait three Three Yeah top three. So that's one Like each or just like
3: No it could be like You could do Oh just top three it, like Yeah whatever. top three ones okay. But not ones that you've brought up Yeah yeah So you could my. do three Matt picks I'll be offended But I won't care
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying Yeah okay <laughs> she
3: never
1: definitely, she never understands us.
2: Yeah, definitely pleasure principle, that's one. Okay. Um boy. Oh bother. Oh bother for another one, another one. Um <laughs> I only had one. So <laughs> I wasn't expecting 3. Um two, I'm going to go AJJ. Ooh, um, people who can eat people? Yeah, I like it. Let's go. I like that one Because I hadn't heard of it mm-hmm. um, Kind of in that folk That folk I like that. Dude. I like that it's like I've you know, got a couple bad.
3: more Not I've got like one other one From them I'll bring up And then I've got some other bands In that genre That I want to
2: bring up too. Yeah uh, So that's it, I didn't expect you to say that That one. album too I mean the rabbit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bunny or whatever it is Yeah um, That
3: A song dedicated to the memory of Stormy the Rabbit. Just their long ass Mm -hmm. song titles
2: is the
0: best.
2: (laughs) And then for a third, um, I should have thought about this a little bit longer.
1: That's a tough question. It is. My memory sucks. I'm going back through the cast and looking at my notes. (laughs) The last (laughs) one
2: one, uh, definitely Frizzle Fry.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah. Frizzle Fry. Frizzle Fry, dude.
3: Some Laz some, Yeah Some good old Mr. Claypool dude Hell yeah
1: Matt you need First some? off No I'm good uh, okay. First off Underachievers I mean Yeah
0: Hmm.
1: And Nothing needs to be said About that That kind of opened my eye Up to like Other forms of hip hop And knowing that there is more You know Avant-garde and alternative Styles out there That still exist And yeah. me being naive And ignorant and Not thinking that it was Still a thing Is stupid So that helped me Open my eyes To like Billy Woods And you know Things like that All because of your guys' recommendations So That's one for sure. Um, Probably In Flames. Yeah. I I was
3: hoping, I was really, that's like one of my favorite albums that I've personally brought up. I was really hoping one of
1: y'all would say Mm -hmm. uh, Sense of Purpose. Just because that whole genre kind of is a little different for me. I never really dove into it before and Mm -hmm. being able to find something accessible that had slower parts into it and more instrumental Mm -hmm. stuff was cool. Kind of helps the listener appreciate what that band can do in the studio and and Mm -hmm. make an album like that. For me, that album kind of rides the line. You
3: know, of mm-hmm. almost being too aggressive, but also being accessible. It, it has a perfect
1: blend. It is, of it, in my opinion. And then Masonic Temples, you know? Masonic Temples. Yeah. You're like the biggest Kikagaku Kika <laughs> oh, boy dude, open them. now, dude. Yeah, like I all, love it.
3: All their yeah. How many albums of theirs do you have? I just have <laughs> <laughs> three right yeah.
1: now. I just have three. It's yeah. like almost
3: their whole they I'm just thinking they'll be, you
1: know, they'll be vintage at some point because they're not together anymore and they stopped touring. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If I can find all the originals, why not? Yeah, no, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. Great
3: picks. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. For me, uh, first, when I... When I thought of this question, this was one I thought of today actually. Uh first one that came to mind f- for me was Repeater by Fugazi. Nice. Right. Yes. Like I, guess, I like I've said multiple times, sure, man, I you guess. came in with such a bomb, just like an absolute nuke. Be like, hey my name's Matt and I am part of the cast now. And it's like <laughs> Damn right. Alright bro. Yeah. Um <laughs> bring up repeater. Yeah, so Repeater by Fugazi. Awesome. Um Uh it was one that I don't know, this one might be kind of a cheat because I w- had kinda started getting into it by the time we brought it up, but Haram by Armand Hammer. Uh that but I yeah. I've li- i listened to that album like five times this week. I would literally like listen to your guys's picks and then mm-hmm. Haram. Like mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was just sitting there jamming. Yeah. Uh so Haram by Armand Hammer and then um Hmm Third one's tough. It's, There's it's, a lot that's coming kind of to my tough. mind a lot Um, yeah that's a that's a heavy question (laughs) it is the third one's heavy um fuck i almost want to say oh man shit um god damn it a lot of dead air uh Dun, dun dun dun
1: dun dun um It is a beautiful day outside, by the way. It is gorgeous. That's why we're outside. I will say...
3: I can't. Okay, Just say it, it man. Pleasure, uh, pre- uh, I'm going to go Pleasure Principle as well. I'm I'm adored that you guys love Gary Newman so yeah, much because no. a lot of people aren't yeah. really into it. So. And then no. the other one that you uh, suggested by him, too, we haven't covered it, but I did. I Telecon, did, yeah. Yeah, Telecon, that album's really good, That's too. A good album. But yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say uh, Pleasure Principle as well. Tweet. So Fugazi, Repeater, Pleasure Principle by Newman, and then uh, Haram by Ironman Hammer. Just great stuff. Mm hmm. And then the third and final one, um, third and final question before we dive into the con, the the true content for today. Uh, what is your favorite part of the show?
1: I already know mine is. Yeah. My
2: favorite part is just like just talking about everything, just mm-hmm. talking about music, the whole setting, just everything. Yeah. I feel like nowadays um, that's how I start off my weekends. Like right, mm-hmm. like I'll wake up, you know, I'll shower, make coffee. And then just listen to music and, you know, mm-hmm. think about it. Get prepped. And and then then go, yeah. Go like go a lot of it, down. a lot of it definitely for me it's kind of been like, um, not a routine, but it's kind of like, what's the word? Like it's, like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting down, I'm listening to music, I'm seeing how I feel about it. I like reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's very much kind of like a meditation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and yeah, when I'm actually like, you know, here doing it, like it's. The best part just sharing ideas mm-hmm.
1: bouncing off each other
2: yeah
1: um so yeah just the whole thing honestly
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
1: as much as i like talking about music and everything i'm always excited about the end of the show when we get to introduce our friends mm-hmm. of course yeah yep. because i'm so excited about what they bring to the table yeah. and it's always new and we're always so clever with our genres so yeah. i love talking about music the whole time but that is definitely where it's yeah. at for me and like jake said i, I like the routine too mm-hmm. you know having that thing to do on saturday and yeah. like it's almost like a job, but it's a job you really enjoy doing, right. and it doesn't feel like a job, um, but it's fun to talk about music and yeah. share with you guys. So. Yeah, I love that.
3: Um, I would say kind of in that vein, uh, but just just hearing stuff I never would have thought to listen to, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Mimicking Birds, you know, yeah. Robson George, uh, you know, just artists I've never even remotely heard of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So getting introduced to new stuff And then uh, kind of like as a sub thing uh, Kind of how it's grown You know Or at least how we've Kind of you know matt you're kind of the the what you spin in historian you've listened to all the episodes multiple
1: times so i have and i feel uh, like we've all grown a lot yeah like with.
3: the banter the banter you know where it's not so much like well, we gotta sit here and talk about music we can't be yeah. funny mm-hmm. and, you know <laughs> shit like that but now we're like the banter's great you know we're diving you know we're kind of like bringing stuff up you know sometimes i won't even research an album all that much mm-hmm. i tend to not to anymore mm-hmm. because i want to come in and ask like have the the presenter of the album like tell tell me about
1: it? that's a good point i started doing that a little
3: bit myself i'll like look at the year and maybe like oh who was on this Mm -hmm. you know if there was anybody else like with your pick for this week Mm -hmm. you know there's some there's some interesting stuff there but Mm -hmm. uh you know just kind of really seeing because i do the edits and everything and so i also watch every episode multiple times over Mm -hmm. by the time it's up uh is, is really just seeing the uh the comfort, you know, the comfortability saying, that, was, we've, that we've all got.
1: We've uh, built now. that yeah, really well over the last, you know, 50 episodes. Yeah, And I, sure. having that setting that's comfortable and we're all just in that relaxed vibe. And mm. Mm, I think it flows really well. And every episode gets better. Like you said, I've been watching and listening to the, the past ones. And there's yeah. ones that I'm like, why do I say that word so much? But I'm like, you know, what? who fucking cares? Yeah, Let's exactly. just talk about it. And we yeah. grow from that, you know. Mm-hmm. We learn from that. You know?
3: Yeah, and it's the thing that I... You know, it, it's something that I adopted from listening to other podcasts that, like, made me want to do this, mm-hmm. was, like, no pressure. Like, just mm-hmm. be yeah. who you want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's been times where it's, like, you know, both of you guys, like, privately have brought, like, oh, like, I feel like I did X and Y. And I'm yep. like, who the yeah. fuck cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, I understand, like, I understand, you know, mm-hmm. there's some times where I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck, like, I kind of fucked that up. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, I said so-and-so's name incorrectly, you know, three different times, and then never corrected it or <laughs> something. But it's again, it's like, who the fuck cares? We're coming in here, hanging out, you know,
2: having a couple, having a couple pops, mm-hmm. you know, having you know, smoking <laughs> down and and just chilling. Yeah, and definitely. You know, sometimes I feel like I get regretful of my picks, or like, don't I'm, ever feel or, I'm, or I'm or I'm yeah. like, oh, that pick was kind of weak, but when that happens. I just think about the discovery, like I found out something new, Mm -hmm. I found out a new album because it's always, I don't know, for me, especially with records, I feel like it's kind of always looking for the one, like the Mm -hmm. perfect record, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's always like a hunt, like your hope is to find it, (laughs) definitely. but you never will, and it's just like discovering new things, coming Mm -hmm. up with new artists, new genres, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, getting more from it. Yeah. So there is really no loss with every pick that we have. Oh yeah. Um we learn I feel like from myself especially like what I pick mm-hmm. and then from you guys I'm like okay like you know this is what your style this is mm-hmm. how I feel that it reflects off of it so. Right. And and
3: nowadays, you know, sometimes when one of us will bring up an album or like have it in our head and then you know we're basically you know it's I also really love the end of every episode. Like mm-hmm. that's like my second favorite thing. Mm-hmm and it's like you know you're almost like a dog that just heard uh, that you're going for a walk you're just like it
0: (laughs) Mm. and you know if you're sitting on
3: one like i'll be sitting on one i'm like oh like i don't think matt's heard this or i don't think jake's heard this and Mm. i think they're really gonna fucking like it like that's that's really rewarding Mm. for me too yeah um well fuck yeah any closing any closing things for this segment and then we can move on i'll
1: go back to question one i'm the oldest i'm 44 i didn't say that sorry I'm, i'm old man papa papa matt Old uh. man over here, <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been so much fun. Yeah. So, to episode many more. fifty, yeah. let's
3: go. Let's go. Let's get right on into it. Uh, real quick, what's the order again? Matt, Jake. That Jake started. Jake, Matt, me. I okay. go first. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, this is. Uh, we're, we're gonna dive on into episode fifty of what you're spinning. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh yeah that was a 30 minute segment we just did
1: what yeah
2: <laughs>
3: yeah that's rad
1: <laughs>
2: going in deep that's cool. fuck yeah that's a
1: good little See, i feel like that's enough. how much we've grown we just talk so casually it feels like five minutes and yeah half mm-hmm. hour later i was yeah, like that was cool. 15 minutes <laughs> 30 minutes <laughs> yeah and when you said 15 20 i
3: was like yeah 15 20 yeah. and then i clicked and like went to the 30. end of it and i was like Literally thirty. <laughs> Goddamn. Time cool. traveling. Uh, here, let me get my order written down right quick.
2: It's a snake. <laughs> into, Your little leading into, leading into animals. Ooh,
3: yeah. I like it. All right. Well, let's dive into let's dive into our content. Back to our regularly scheduled programming here on What You Spin in Episode Fifty. Uh, to kick off. Uh, festivities on the big episode. We're gonna have uh, my man Jake go first. Uh, so, why don't you go ahead and, and let the people know? Yes, yeah, so
2: we got uh, Mad Lib Shades of Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, came out in 2003. Um, it's an instrumental um, kind of a beat tape that he did. Um, pretty cool. The concept for this album was um, that he got together. Or they contacted him. I don't know, but he got together with Blue Note Records. Mm-hmm. It's a jazz label, a jazz record label. They founded in like 1939, 38. Uh, so they've been around. Uh, one of the like more influential uh, jazz record labels. Um, he partnered with them, and they let him mix any song mm-hmm. or any music that he wants on the on like the record label. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's so many artists under that record label that you know, he had so much work to go off of. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this whole album is based off of, you know, jazz samples uh, from that record label. Um, And yeah, definitely super cool. There's some features on it that are really cool. Um, The beats on it, super iconic beats also. Uh, But yeah, what do you, what you you guys thought about it? I mean, Mad Lib, dude. (laughs) kind of
3: talked about it in that previous segment, Um, he's easily, probably my favorite, you know, beat producer. You know, if we're talking straight up producers, he's probably my favorite. Um, I've I've always loved his stuff from the moment I heard Mad Villainy, you know, and then Mm -hmm. subsequently Quasimodo uh, He's just, the man's an absolute Mm -hmm. fucking unit uh, when it comes to just making damn good music. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I was describing this album to to Gavin the other or to this morning, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, this is you know kind of gave that backstory." And I said, "Because Mad already kind of has that jazzy esque production, and him doing this really allowed him to lean fully on into that and really make some very interesting stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one that I had heard a little bit of stuff off of it, but not the full thing, and that was truly a treat to get into and be like, "Man, he really did." just full bore lean into that jazzy side of his of his production which was was really cool uh so i i fucking loved
1: it personally he's so talented too like he's just everything he does everything he touches is just like he puts his own unique spin on it and what a Mm -hmm. treat to go into the vaults of blue note records yeah and listen to all jazz label yeah (laughs) and it I dove into Blue Note a little bit more and looked at their label, and like, there's so many people on that label now, like Annie Lennox, Bobby McFerrin, just mm-hmm. random people. I found a cool avant-garde trumpet player last night on that label, but nice. Madly, this album definitely opened my eyes to some cool jazz sounds that I haven't heard before. Um, yeah, and it floats so well. The beats are precise, um, yeah. and even some of the lyrical content on the album is uh, it flows well and mm-hmm. mixes well.
3: Mm-hmm. And I really liked the interlude. Like, the interludes and skits that they had, mm, you know, yeah. where it was, like, people from Blue Note. My fellow Scorpion, yeah, Mad Lib. Yeah. Just how they say... That cool. Whoever that is that says Mad Lib, it's, like, one of the first
2: bits. What's his mm. name? Yeah. Uh, Lou Donaldson. Yeah. yeah. But my fellow Scorpion, Mad Lib.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> I you cr- from Blue Note Records. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. why it cracked me up so much. But I loved that. And then, you know, kind of being, like... They would talk about, you know, the history of Blue Note. It kind of mm-hmm. does... You know, tell a little bit of a story, and then mm-hmm. you know, just as you said, some iconic beats, uh, some iconic sampling done on this. Mm. Uh, Mystic yeah. bounce, uh, that baseline in Mystic bounce has been used so many, so times. many times. Uh, Electric uh, relaxation uh, tribe. All uh, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forbidden fruit by J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's right. Good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's. And then this, uh, another really cool thing that I thought was uh, pretty tight was stepping into tomorrow, uh, you know, he has MF Doom
0: mm-hmm. come on that was, and yeah.
3: do a little speaking. And he's like, I am not affiliated with him in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And to think, like, the timing of, of when this came out in, yeah. in relation, because that was before Mad Villainy, that was before mm, Food came out, mm-hmm. like, all that. And so I was like, dude... That's so cool Like they mm-hmm. were homies yeah. Like years before Like what the hell It was like a
2: blueprint To
3: mm-hmm. what they would do And that's kind of the thing That's another cool thing About, about the cast You know Is the more that we bring up uh, Like repeat albums Like artists Or albums from the same artist, Is we kind of piece together A timeline Like especially. when it happened mm-hmm. Leading up
2: to the events everything. Right yeah. And
3: especially if You know Because we've done so many Where it's like Oh uh, Like for example Trent Reznor and Saul Williams You know mm-hmm. We can We've uh we could kind of bring up more albums to kind of paint the timeline of when mm-hmm. they encountered each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kinda of doing that with Madeline and Doom mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. It's like, yo, this is actually like a whole deeper layer <laughs> yeah. to what we're doing. <laughs> it I was is. Like what the yeah. hell? Sure it is. It's great. the stepping
2: stones of everything. Yeah. 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 yeah it is. No, it's it's got really cool also features, yeah, on the little like interludes mm-hmm. at the beginning and end of tracks. Um there's people from the label Blue Note that are featured on it yeah uh lou donaldson he's like iconic sax player uh grant green melvin sparks uh, like all these like legendary uh artists that Mm -hmm. have been on the blue note record label at one point Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's cool that it does that and it kind of pays homage to like yeah definitely hip hop but more so jazz Mm -hmm. just because all the samples Mm -hmm. the history with everything um a lot of the, the majority, some of them, it's, like, just interludes and just interviews of, like, people mm-hmm. or, like, background of, you know, the founder mm-hmm. um, of Blue Notes mm-hmm. and, you know, the making and everything of it. So, it's cool, too, that it has that historical Side of like the record label. It was all. Was cool.
3: It was all like how it was all put together as well. You know, mm-hmm. like the the flow of everything, mm-hmm. and it was done so well, and the album so cool that we give you a pass because there is an entire rap song on there. That there <laughs> is. We give you a pass. Yeah. We give you a pass. It's <laughs> one time. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the and it's you know, I'll say it. I'll say it every fucking time I can. Just you know, when you lay out an album properly, it really says something. It does. And this was really, it was. Mad Lib doing his thing, but the thing that I find really cool about it was that um, he really used his album to tell the story of a record label that not a lot of people know about, you know, unless you're hella into jazz Mm -hmm. and uh, a fucking music dork like us. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought that was cool because I was like, I didn't know much about it, you know, other than Pete LaRocca. You know, we kind of talked about Blue Note. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Uh, I didn't know a whole lot about it. So I was like, man, this is like a fucking education
0: right now. I feel mm. like I'm reading an, or listening to an audio Yeah. Going <laughs> yeah, like, right. back in time a little bit. Yeah.
1: The present spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. On the and uh, the vinyls, it break down like what songs are used at all or what sampling at all?
2: It doesn't, uh-huh. but there's an alternate version of this. Hmm. Um, it's called Mad Lib un, un, unt, Untilted? Okay. Okay. Untitled? Untitled? No, Untinted. Oh, Untinted. Untinted, okay. Okay. So, untinted and it has the actual like original songs very cool and okay if on that album all the songs they're pretty much the same like title just a little twist okay um like i think slim's return is on the actual song it's like slim's something else it's like something different uh mystic bounce the original is mystic brew i think yeah 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 um, okay so yeah they all kind of have a little twist to them um slim's, Retur- slim's return, um, the sampling on that mm-hmm. the krs yeah vocals yeah uh, right. that's all over that song um, that
3: was krs one huh i was trying to think yeah, yeah.
2: that's krs one and yeah. that uh yeah ronnie foster and the original song for mystic brew um that's you know we talked about that's been sampled so many times mm-hmm. um, and yeah another song that really caught my listening back to it song for my father There you go. That's a good track. It made me go back into the original, listen to the original song Mm -hmm. um, with, I think I forget the artist. It's like Donnie something, but it's like an iconic jazz song. Uh, It's an iconic jazz song and that I hadn't heard in so long. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's cool seeing how some are very different. Like you could tell it's Mm -hmm. Mad Lib just, hitting buttons and producing the beat yeah. and others you could tell it's like kind of identical mm-hmm. to the original Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so it's cool that he does that he keeps, keeps some parts yeah the, keeps it yeah. kind of where it's at where yeah. it's from the roots um, yeah. but yeah definitely I'm glad that we got a chance to talk about it it's one that I had wanted to bring up for a while mm-hmm. um, I know we talk a lot about Mad Libs um, like hard duo not to. albums hard not to. Yeah. Yeah, or the ones that he partners with laugh yeah. with people like so good um, and blue and all that <laughs> so good. yeah freddie Gibbs. but this is one that it's like it's just him his beats yeah um he might be
3: the most mentioned artist on this podcast i think so i, I would agree so. with that i would agree yeah just, yeah, just, just because of all the stuff too. he's yeah. done
1: that's why that's why he's so talented like i said he really earlier is. he just his his presence on everything he does it's just so dynamic and yeah
3: and you know like hmm. you know, you hear uh if you're in a place like wherever and you hear something that he's done, you know, mm-hmm. like he's got that signature sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he really managed to, on top of you know, kind of staying true to the original tracks and the original projects, he managed to put his own little pepper on it mm-hmm. of, yeah, this is this is who did the original, but I'm I'm doing my own kind of spin take on it, mm-hmm. um, and so that was really cool and his use of the sampling the vocals and every like the vocal sampling and the interludes it was very much i was like yeah this is a fucking bad live record mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, uh,
2: man. i like how the album title shades of blue is kind of an homage to kind of blue mm-hmm. by miles davis
3: yeah oh yeah okay um I think about that
2: i don't think it is but maybe yeah. Yeah. but also shades of blue it it's shades of blue note you know yeah like the mm-hmm. actual record label
3: I'll, I'll uh-huh. back that. Yeah, I'll back that. I got your theory. Back. That's a good conspiracy. Yeah. It's not. Like it's it. not a yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. We're starting. It. We're <laughs> yeah.
2: starting it. We're starting now. There's a Reddit page already somewhere.
3: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Madlib's gonna get interviewed about it. He's like, that album from two thousand three? What the fuck? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are we talking about that? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man! Uh,
2: do we want to top it top up? Top three? Yeah, let's go. Take yeah, off that. I'll go first. Um, honorable mention. I'm gonna go. Song for my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and then top three, uh, three, two, one. I'm gonna go uh, Stepping Into Tomorrow. Yep. Uh, love that That's beat and that Doom just being a villain. Like, oh, I don't have, I don't know this guy, you know? Yeah. I have no ties with him. <laughs> and then a year later then drops, then, yeah, drops like one, one of the, the biggest rap albums of all time. Yeah, it drops a nuclear bomb on the underground rap scene. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Slim's Return. Mm-hmm. The, those KRS vocal samples, man, and Mystic Bounce. Yep. Um, yeah. I love his spin of that iconic beat. Yeah, mm. it's so good. It's how it
3: slowly the track just slowly builds around that that sample.
0: Mm-hmm. I love mm. that. Uh,
3: honorable mentions for me: "Song for My Father" and "Distant Land." Uh, nice. Really liked "Distant Land" and "Song for My Father." Obviously, uh, three funky blue note. That fast drum beat. Uh, mm. It's just so nice. nice. Number two: Peace slash Dolphin Dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, did like that one. And then I feel like this is going to be the top between the three of us. Probably talking Mystic
0: Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it might be on my top three.
1: <laughs> um, honorable mention for me was Footprints. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool track. And then 3, 2, 1, going with uh, Mystic Bounce, yep. uh, song from my father. And then my top track was Funky Blue Note. Yep. Yes. Hell yeah. Good like pick, man. Yeah. That jazz drumming. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. super fast jazz yeah. drumming. Yeah. 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 I love when our picks can help me dive into another label and like a mm-hmm. different avenue of music so they definitely did this for me thank you yeah just an yeah. absolute rabbit hole that you fall down yes mm. hell yeah well
3: that was Shades of Blue by Madlib uh, released in 03 which was Jake's pick for this week we'll be right back to talk about Matt's peace
0: Bubblegum, gum.
3: bubblegum, bubblegum bubble for me. <laughs> I was
2: like so tempted this this specific like episode to do so many different artists, dude. I was like someone had to bring up uh, Discovery. I wanted to bring up Discovery. Uh, oh for <laughs> episode fifty, like other instrumental <laughs> yeah. albums? Yeah. There was a Excuse couple. Me. There was a couple
1: I could have brought up. Well, I almost went back so, to like,
3: I almost went back to like E D M dub stuff. shit.
1: I almost picked a Buckethead bu- bucket album. That, that would have been yeah. sick. I
3: love Buckethead. Yes. Also, I almost went Joe Satriani,
0: too.
3: Hmm. Any of his would have been great. War. Like, yeah. That album in particular. I mean, almost, when he had hair.
2: When he had hair. Oh, yeah. by Bone Thugs. War. Yeah.
3: That album? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm talking about the band that did Lowrider, actually. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. I think, All right. ready. I think we're ready to we're ready. Uh, talk about some more music. Uh, Matt, what you got for us this week, boy? We're going back in time.
1: Back to 1978. Uh, music for films by Brian Eno. Yeah. Sorry, Jake, didn't mean to block your face. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we brought up Brian Eno before. Uh, yeah. Talked about before and after science. And uh, more of a lyrical album. And this is more of his ambient period. Yeah. Um, Truly they're all short songs you know anywhere from like you know maybe i don't even know they're like a 30 second or a minute interludes but like 30 seconds to like two minutes basically Mm -hmm. we'll go that route Um, and they're short little tracks uh rumor is that they were made to be sent out to different directors in that time frame Mm -hmm. to be used in movies and i don't know if that's ever been corroborated Uh, it's just a fun piece of music, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just it's like a one long song with different changes for me, and it's something I can play at night. Uh, I can play while I'm cooking dinner,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: and I've listened to it for so long that there's certain tracks on there that just kind of calm me down, even if they're like a minute long. I'll just play it real quick and be be good to go. Yeah, yeah, it's Brian Eno. It's it's hard to say anything Mm -hmm. bad about the guy. He's just so creative. And so unique and experimental with everything he does, and whoever he produces for, it's the same way he adds his spin, and mm-hmm. they become huge. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Fucking Eno, dude. Fucking Eno. He's got to yeah. be a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so creative. I'm like, this
3: guy is probably so just, and I mean, I mean that in like the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's just so eclectic with the music that he makes mm-hmm. that he's probably so fucking interesting to talk to. Um, you know, because. You know, anytime that we bring up a, an artist again, you mm-hmm. know, at least for for me, if it's one that I haven't heard and then we kind of revisit something they've done
0: uh-huh.
3: it, you know, you only have that one album or that one instance. To, if you don't dive into the rest of the catalog, mm-hmm. you only have that one thing to go off of. Right. And I hadn't I didn't really dive into, Eno mm-hmm. outside of before and after science. And so having that one to compare to this, I was like, that's what made me think. I'm like, all right. E- eno's got to be like the most interesting dude in music to like just probably sit down and talk with because mm-hmm. he doesn't even consider himself a musician right mm-hmm. it's like that's like, if you look on spotify that's like the one thing like mm-hmm. the first thing of his bio is like doesn't even consider himself a musician a
1: non-musician like, yeah i'm yeah. like mm, all right dude yeah. i don't I, I need to know more about that yeah uh, and people hated him for that because they're classically trained guitar players or whatever going yeah. out on stage and you know at the times like i'm not even a non-musician and he's huge yeah like it was massive
0: It's, it's like pretty awesome. cool though Yeah You know
1: To be able to just Plug into things And play with electronics And create yeah. your own sound Mm-hmm And I feel like the people also That he had on this album Cause he had some
2: people Doing stuff mm-hmm. Like in the Phil background Yeah Yeah He had Phil Collins He had that guy from Velvet Underground Uh John Davis Cole hmm Um Also Robert Fritt From Huge King Crimson All Yeah right. Like
1: His guitar work Is Massive
2: mm-hmm. Like also people On this album Mm-hmm um, and yeah, Phil Collins, it's crazy man. And it's uh, this album, especially. It's real interesting because he was starting to experiment more with like the ambient sound, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like he had done the music for airports, correct? Yep. Uh, which is
1: four tracks. Awesome. Yeah, That's cool. fucking awesome. Four tracks.
2: Music for airports. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was doing more of this like um, like ambient sounding, kind of mm-hmm. lo-fi. And experimenting with like electronic kind of mm-hmm. synthy, mm-hmm. um, and then he went on to do like another, like two versions of this. He did, uh, yep, yeah, two or three versions, mm-hmm. volumes. Um, yeah, but like another definitely kind of staple for Brian Eno. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, so hearing more about him, reading up on it, um, the tracks and everything, like, it's a real interesting how he paints it. Because he wanted it to be in films. Like, mm-hmm. he wanted it to be used, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. And you could kind of hear that. You imagine yourself like a picture. You could picture yourself, you know, in a movie setting. Sometimes when I listen to this, mm-hmm. um, one that I thought of, Inland Sea and Two Rapid Formations, I was like, that could be in Free Willy. <laughs> like, you know, like, it could be in some movie that, you know, I could think of, like, you know, older movies. So. Yeah. I like that he was doing that, that that was the concept for this, like, mm-hmm. you know, use my stuff. Yeah. And it, and it kind of,
3: uh, I don't know, and, and I'm, I mean this in a good way, it kind of sets you up, it kind of sets that expectation. Mm-hmm. When you go to listen to it for the first time, it's like, all right, it's called music for films. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, let's see, let's see where this goes. And yeah. so as you're sitting there listening to it, also on the, before I forget, the shortness of the tracks. Mm-hmm. And how well they all flow together. Yeah. I got five tracks in before I realized I was mm-hmm. five tracks in. <laughs> kind of. I was like, oh, this, I was like, this, is like, first couple songs is badass. And I pull up my phone, I'm like, track
0: five, what the fuck? Yeah.
3: What did I miss? Hold on, let me okay. go back and, like, watch the play, the scroll bars. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, what the heck? Um, so that's really cool. But mm-hmm. the, you know, kind of to piggyback off what you said, it kind of sets that expectation. You get that mindset mm-hmm. of, this is four films, let me see, like, with that in mind, let's just see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And as you listen to it, you're thinking of movies you've seen that, like, oh, this would be perfect. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, one for me was Alternative 3 in Quartz uh, mm-hmm. reminded me of the first Alien film. Like, okay. like okay, listening to, to it, that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this could be, yeah. like, the scene where, uh, like, after they first encounter the Xenomorph and, like, Sigourney Weaver's, like, like kind of walking through looking for the cat or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, those two tracks, I was like, man, this is, like, fucking Alien! Yeah. Like, this is yeah. cool! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was like that all throughout, you know, you kind of do like the Free willie or some shit mm-hmm. and, and hilarious that you thought of Free Willy. But yeah, glad, I, glad that it made you think I had of something to, yeah. you'd seen.
2: I had to, like, because that, that was the mentality that I went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then re-listening to it more and more, you could pick out songs that mm-hmm. sound similar to another artist, mm-hmm. like um, uh, M386. Yeah, um, kind of remind me of like David, David Bowie and like kind of Gary Newman. Yeah, a little um, bit, like around little that bit. also, yeah. kind of um, similar to what you know they were doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some songs too, very much uh, like sampled um quartz mm-hmm. sampled uh right by alchemist mm-hmm. yeah that you was one of found the first that thing
1: out. i picked up on listening to that album, i'm like mm-hmm. no cuz i love that that little song it's just so short and it's just cool i was like wait a minute and what what
3: alchemist track cuz i was off of rapper's best friend 4 wasn't it
1: yeah, yeah. what
3: what alchemist track cuz i
2: remember i never thought to look it up but i remember you guys saying that yeah Jabroni. Yep. That's right. Matt brought putting it out like right away when we were listening to that like had a baby
1: yeah. Matt. Yeah. Look at the
2: look at the
0: head on this guy. <laughs> the
1: fucking brain in
0: there,
3: dude. Yeah.
1: I and like my Brian you know, apparently. No, yeah. that is so
3: cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's an, again beautiful thing about the show, you know. It all eventually it'll come full circle. It that's what we mentioned
2: fucking 35 mm-hmm. episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you brought that up like mm-hmm. I had liked it. Um and then seeing the track list, I was like why do I have that song liked? And then I remembered, I was like, that's, why, that's why. why I brought it up. That's cool.
1: A lot, of, a lot of the things that uh, I think he used recording uh, with David Bowie on the Low album, he kind of brought into the studio for this album, whether it was
0: mm-hmm.
1: the textures or the landscapes or the mindset he had. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure he was using those those cards he had, you know, yeah. where you have no idea to do and just pick it up and do it. Yeah. You know, go outside and stand on your head. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no
3: uh, lay down while you produce this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Eyes closed. Uh, do (laughs) it backwards. Uh, and the, you mentioned it earlier, the kind of the flow of everything, how it's almost one massive song, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just kind of goes, it's like an orchestral piece almost a little bit where it just kind of goes within it variates, you know, it kind of differentiates, but there is this very, it's very cohesive, very thought out, uh, and it really makes you It kind of puts into perspective How uh, How do I say this It kind of defies the traditional album structure And the 100%. traditional And yeah, the traditional yeah, structure yeah. for a song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know cause it's It's ambient music mm-hmm. so there's no There's no fucking structure mm-hmm. It's just make sound happen mm-hmm. Just make sound happen and whenever you want to start You start whenever you want to stop you stop mm-hmm. You know there's no like Verse, chorus, verse, setup—like it's an instrumental album, but mm-hmm. you know, even e- even on instrumental albums, there's you know some kind of theme
1: mm-hmm.
0: and
3: structure that mm-hmm. you follow. This completely turns that on its head, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. So I was trying to pick a top three, and I was like, I don't even know where the fuck to start.
1: That's tough. I
3: was like, I was mm-hmm. like, top three yeah, is. Tough on that one. I was like, it's kind of tough, but mm-hmm. in a good way, mm-hmm. you know, because it is so. It it, it kind of bends the. Whatever. It, it kind of bends the expectation of what an album yeah. is, what a song is, and everything. Sure. So I, that was something I took away from it this morning, you know, after listening to it for, like, the fourth, fifth time. I was mm-hmm. like, this kind of has no boundaries, no structures. It's like a no-holds-barred,
1: man. It is. Open <laughs> open world. Yeah. It's a hell of a just nice walk around. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about Brian, you know. You know, he's able to, like, create an emotion through his instrumentation, mm-hmm. and then the listener will interpret it however they want. Yeah. And I think that uh, says a lot about an artist when they can do that, and people find different avenues of love for it, whether it's the relaxation or the being able to meditate to music or mm-hmm. being able to unwind in some way. So that's why I like Brian Eno, you know, cause he, in- he invokes that emotion in the listener and then the listener just rolls with it. You know?
2: I like it. I think it's, it's good too. It's like such a turn for the best, like his transition, not transition, but him moving to doing this type of style of music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's like now known for. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does, and that he's like still doing mm-hmm. to this day. Like, he just released an album, he yeah. He just did an album with Fred again. Mm-hmm. Um, that I did actually listen to a little bit of that. Not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's very much like in this same kind of ambient. Mm-hmm. And Fred, Dig- Fred again, he's done that too. Like, he's done kind of like ambient mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. He has like, yeah, house music. Um, but he has stuff like this that's in this same realm. So I could mm-hmm. see why they both work together mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And I think it's like that's kind of a staple in his catalog now Mm -hmm. um, for Brian Eno that he's been known to do that. Like he'll Mm -hmm. make these types of albums that you could really kind of throw on any song on this and you could zone out, Mm -hmm. you could get into it, um, you could put it in the background, have good conversations with like, you know, it's it's good just placement music to
1: be Mm kind of in a setting in the background, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And like you said, he's cl- corroborated with other people. David Byrne from The Dogging Heads, he does another mm-hmm. instrumental album with him called My Life in a Bush with Ghosts, or something like that. But this album is great. <laughs> yeah. Can you run that behind me one more time? <laughs> My Life in a Bush with Ghosts. Fuck yeah. Best uh, album title of all time. Yeah. <laughs> now. I'm pretty sure I said that right. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but they just use different sampling from... Uh, like religious settings and like David Byrne there's no singing or anything it's just them doing weird instrumentation back together like you should check that yeah, out yeah. He's that David Byrne's like a goofy they're two. both goofy and yeah. you know he produced Talking Heads first couple albums so they're they have that really they have, they have that camaraderie already oh, so right. pretty cool I like that Yeah. again
3: interesting dude yeah.
1: probably, probably one of the more
3: eclectic dudes that we've brought up or artists a little bit yeah. Brought up, yeah. just because of all the stuff that he does hmm. um, hell yeah man Yeah. Brian Eno what a guy clever dude clever
0: dude
1: cool. ready let's, to let's do it top it I'll up. three it up i'll start cool. off uh, i didn't have an honorable mention because i liked the whole album you know i've yeah. listened to it for so long that mm-hmm. you know i could name them as all my favorites but three to one uh three m386 two island sea and then my top track is from the same hill every yeah. time i hear that song it just like the acoustic it can guitar. be a sad yeah i think it's guitar or mm-hmm. that bass uh whatever it is um, yeah it's great yeah, very very emotional in a good in a good way. Yeah, yeah, in a positive yeah. way. And sure. it's
3: and it's a, it's in that strong start, you know, mm-hmm. that I kind of mentioned how everything flows together so well. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the second track on the album, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. So it's like part of that really strong run at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, so it is kind of that mood setter. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, you're gonna, we are going in, <laughs> we are getting into the shit. <laughs> um, based off that I'll, I'll go next uh honorable mention for me uh alternative three and patrolling wire borders uh i like those two tracks number three for me from the same hill number two there is nobody and then number one for me was a measured room uh, okay a measured room uh, uh yeah it, was, it had that it had this really nice bass line to it mm. and it was kind of toward the it was kind of like the beginning of the end of the album mm-hmm. and i was like kind of like the feel of it and that bass line just really twisted my ear
1: so mm-hmm. very cool
2: nice yes uh honorable mention i'm gonna go uh island sea slash two-parter two rapid formations mm-hmm. um those two songs mm-hmm. i feel like they're perfectly placed right next to each other mm-hmm. yeah like they complement each other so well um top three i'm gonna go uh quartz it's so moody, mm-hmm. like that. It, it sounds like a mood, you know. A little bit. Um, Quartz. Uh, there is nobody. That's where I got that. You were saying like very alieny. Yeah. Uh, very spacey. Yeah. Um, and then from the same hill. Yeah. Um, those little like guitar plucks. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those plucks are cool. that it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm good good start album. to an album
1: and to kind of go back to what you said about the flow of those two tracks when this album was originally released it was only pressed for like 500 copies and it was mm-hmm. sent out to the directors but it was a different order really funny. and when it was when it, you know or whoever decided to put it out again he changed the structure because he didn't like the way it flowed so i think that's why okay. those two songs sound so good together that's yeah, awesome that pretty, yeah yeah that's I, I awesome i forgot about that yeah.
3: because the, and then the one i mentioned uh Alternative three and quartz, like mm-hmm. I, those flow together so well too. Mm-hmm. So that's cool that he was like aware enough to be like, "Nah, we're releasing this to the masses. It's not, it's not a fucking throw shit at a wall and hope yeah. it sticks thing anymore. Mm-hmm. We're gonna actually put it out. That's yeah. actually, I really, really like that. Right.
1: I would. It'd be interesting though to see
0: to hear it, the other the version, original, yeah, yeah,
1: to see how much different it does sound. Yeah, yeah,
3: for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Anyways, that was music for films by Brian Eno. Uh, Released in... 1978. 1978. We'll be right back to go into the future a little bit and talk about my pick. We'll be right back.
0: Alrighty. It's time to...
3: Wrap this baby up, talk about my pick for this week, which is Animals as Leaders Weightless, released in 2011. Uh, they are classified as a progressive metal band, but they are probably one of the most prominent bands in the gent, gent subgenre of metal. Uh, and I do have to show this off oh, wow, because it's cool. of one of the sickest discs I own. That is cool. Um, so. Yeah, Animals as Leaders, uh, good old gent music, uh, insane guitar work, Tosin Abasi, as I said at the end of the last episode, uh, one of the, uh, probably in in my opinion, probably top three living guitarists right now. Um, the guy's just an absolute madman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll give away some more fun facts as we go on, but I'll put
1: a cork in it for now. Uh, what do y'all have to say about it? I'd listened to Animals as Leaders before, mm-hmm. a little bit, not a whole lot, and I remember seeing Tosin on an episode when they were doing uh, different things at Nam, which is a music conference in LA with different equipment and stuff, and he was at some booth and playing guitar and just people are just watching him and being getting their minds blown, and the things he was doing with an 8-string guitar is just incredible. Yeah, um, His tone, his arpeggios, everything he does is just so unique and it's so fast, and you're just like, how is he doing this? Um, and to watch him live, I think you really get that experience, and you're like, wow, this guy is good. Um, this is their second album. Um, I like it better than the first one. I feel like it's a little more uh, progressive, I guess, if that's even a word, because mm-hmm. they are progressive in a way already. Yeah. But uh, as far as the album structure and the way it flows, it's just really cool how far they came from the first album. Um, yeah. yeah, eight strings, baby. Eight strings, that's crazy yeah. to think about I, on a guitar. You mm-hmm. got, you know.
2: Yeah, I was reading that too, that they have, they play eight string guitars.
3: Mm-hmm. Nuts, man. on this on this whole album it's all eight strings but they i don't nice. think
2: he plays a six string on any of their albums mm-hmm. prior or after
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah no that's crazy man like you have to get at that point so good at guitar mm-hmm. um and you could tell like the guitar work on this is amazing dude. yeah mm-hmm. like some points where i'm um, like it slows down like and that's what i like too there's layers to everything like sometimes they go super fast um, even the drummer the drumming on this is also really good yeah mm-hmm. um but sometimes they go like super fast sometimes they go really really slow mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I could hear that and then like you could hear the progression also that they're going like um, slowly it just, starts to grow from like something simple yeah like when you just hear him like making that guitar just go man like mm-hmm. the ladders that he's doing with it um mm-hmm. yeah everything about it his guitar work is really good um but, yeah, as far as like strong, strong uh like the song structure goes, um I feel like they can all be songs that you can have some vocals to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like all of them you could throw a, a vocal in, either that be you know like if it's metal or if it's you know like screams, yeah, um like either one, I could see it being either or yeah, um and I think that's cool about it too. they have like that material where they have that you know like in their in their hand like. They can, at some point, add a vocalist, or maybe even partner with someone that mm-hmm. has. I don't know if they've done albums with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's real interesting, and I think also really cool for this style of um, like band work because there's a lot of bands that do that too, like they're instrumental. Yeah. Um, so. And stuff. This was
3: so the first album that they put out there is uh, just self-titled, uh, Animals as Leaders. That was just Tosin Mm Abbas. Like, he did the production behind it, you know, did uh, the drum machine beats. Didn't have a drummer. It was just all Tosin doing everything. Okay. And so this was their first album that had an actual drummer on it and was not just one dude. So it's
1: kind of like a full band now. Mm.
3: Right. And they're just a three piece still Mm -hmm. like no bassist. Just two guitar players and a drummer, right? Two guitar yeah. players and a drummer, yeah. Javier Reyes is the other guitar player. I can't remember the drummer's name off the top of my head, but he's an animal. Just absolutely kills mm-hmm. all three of them. Um, this was this was another band, you know, kind of like I said in the, in the first segment, you know, when we were kind of getting to know some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, when I got into this, I was like 16, 17 years old, uh, staying at a buddy's house, and I was uh, part of like a... A meme page on fucking reddit like a meme forum of like metal music
0: okay. and
3: this band got brought up
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I was like what the hell is that animals is leaders and I looked them up and I and this was the first album I landed on
0: mm-hmm. and
3: I was like dude what the hell so and the reason why I brought up the first segment was they also were a huge catalyst into me getting into more metal like the, this okay, album in cool. particular was what got me into the more like deathcore, more gent, like Vale of Maya, mm-hmm. uh, bands like that. Uh, so I love this and I've been listening to it for over a decade at this point. Uh, just absolutely amazing work on it. Mm-hmm. The, the things that, and, it, and yeah, it's probably because it's eight string guitars, but the way like isolated incidents in particular, it, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and spoil one of my top three. It's in there. Uh, but the way that song goes you know mm. it starts off with that really slow part and then by the end of it it has that part where everything cuts out except for Tosin and he's just like brain mm. i'm like mm. what the f- <laughs> what the hell is that dude <laughs> yeah. what are you doing yeah. you can't do that it' sounds it's like, like it hurts like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude I've sent it to matt I'll send you a, a live video of him doing mm. that oh god good dude right it's his hands it's just melted. Dude, so he's, last, like, it's just so fast. he's just sitting there, like, tapping and
2: stuff. It's like, yeah. like a squid or a jellyfish, like, mm-hmm. it's flailing. He, whole, I don't <laughs> think he has bones in there. There's no bones, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. all cartilage. <laughs> the whole, that it's whole cool. song in particular it just sounds all like a very long guitar solo. Yeah. Like, it's just all just <laughs> him going
3: off. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they ended up, uh, they've done, a, I think, like, five albums at this point. Yeah, they did, I think they did three more after this, and it's just, they, they keep this, they just keep it moving, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they, like, don't tour a whole lot, but mm-hmm. they, their music is just, to have, like, such a strong start, like, the first album's good, you know, whatever, there's a couple really good songs off that, like, mm-hmm. K- KFO or something off that is really good, uh, but this second album they had no idea what the hell the sophomore slump Mm -hmm. was like it's just like nah we this album is gonna Mm -hmm. be the one and it still is in my opinion the best in their discography Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's relatively short and yeah it goes all over the place like starting off with an infinite regression and then going into odessa Mm -hmm. that really weird
0: like
3: like almost happy and then it just it, go, it starts in like this happy kind of light sound and then it's just mm. hell it's like the seventh layer of hell by the end of it it's like what happened and then it just keeps yeah. going and then you get to the very end of the album and it's David
1: which is a cool way to end the album. Yeah, it's just like slow down, and you're yeah. like, "What?" It's like you just did got I, punched in the ear Did hole. The album changed di- to a different musician. Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah, right is Spotify is Spotify doing their yeah. recommended right they now? Doing? Yeah. What are they No, nope. no. We're just in the album with no. David. Yeah, he's, because he's quiet. Yeah, he's a quiet. Yeah. Guy. He just sits in the corner. He's okay though. <laughs> yeah, he'll <laughs> be he'll be fine. Just give him some candy. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's like you get you get
3: your mind blown for the whole entirety of the album, and then at the end of it, it's like. Oh, oh thank god
0: yeah, right. yeah. it's yeah, over you can yeah. what the hell was that yeah, right. and then
3: it's just like very light mm-hmm. uh picking and stuff that was an early favorite for me when i first heard this mm-hmm. album uh god damn dude
2: the so in new eden uh mm-hmm. i think that song also has like when you said when you brought this album up and you were like some of the best guitar like you know guitar players i was like okay I'll, I want to hear it. Yeah, on that on that song, I heard it and I was like, okay, yeah, this is probably like some of the most insane guitar playing that I've like heard. Yeah, um, like recently,
3: because it's Um, it's a heavy state. It's like a that is a bold statement to make. So
2: I can imagine you were like, all right, Dorian might be. I was like, I was like, Dorian, (laughs) okay, you said it, you hyped it up when you brought it up, and listening to it. And then I was like, okay, this is good. This is really good. Mm-hmm. And then New Eden just came on, and I was like, there it goes. Yeah. Like, that was it. That was for me. I was like, holy shit. That's, like, one of the craziest solos I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that song just goes so slow. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. goes so slow. They cut off, They cut it off. I think it's just guitaring after mm-hmm. and just, like, light drumming. Um, but, yeah, I see where you're coming from when you say that. Yeah. Because it is just immaculate. Yeah. Um, not only that um also even do not uh do not go gentle do not go gently yeah. do not go gently yeah they don't go gently <laughs> <laughs> no that song I, I put that on there like they do not <laughs> they do not
3: no <laughs> Uh it's just man and then it, it kind of has some weird um not i mean we've said it a bunch because of you know but almost like ambient sounding stuff where it doesn't kind of it doesn't get as aggressive you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like more soft and just all over the place like Mm -hmm. cylindrical c that that song doesn't really get to the point of say isolated incidents Mm -hmm. where it's like oh it it kind of keeps it kind of kind of holds it in a little bit more yeah you know doesn't really let out all Uh. of that which i which is really cool to listen to uh and then to lead you to uh what the fuck is it what's the full title to lead you to an overwhelming question,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, toward the end, uh, that song, it kind of brings back, brings it back to that aggression theme, and then weightless comes in, and then, you know, as we said, it ends up with David. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of develop the sound, go away from it for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. go right back to it. And
2: so the way that the album's structured even is, is really strong, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I like that they kind of hid that in there, too, the the uh, title track, weightless. Mm-hmm. Kind of buried um, it. Yeah. Also, really good song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the structure on it, I like how they do that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like very much in your face the first couple of tracks, uh, and then towards the end they kind of go more down, um, like not as ha- fast paced. Yeah. And they get more like precise with it. Like they're more accurate mm-hmm. with their their, you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's insane. I hadn't heard of these guys. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you brought them up because. Uh, definitely I could see the guitar work something yeah. to like aspire to try to be yeah um, like trying to yeah. get that crazy uh-huh. almost uh, made me quit playing music altogether. together <laughs> yeah I was like, Fuck like I'm done I was like how do you how do you beat that how do you top that yeah. yeah how do you match that mm-hmm. yeah but um, yeah it, it's cool just the talent that yeah. that brought and something new that I was like damn yeah it's, it's animals impressive. as leaders <laughs> yeah. dude it's
3: impressive um, do we have any wrap up thoughts or do we want to top three it up top
1: it up let's
3: top it up top it up i'll start honorable mentions for me uh do not go gently and then this week or uh you know past couple weeks uh, listening to this to bring it up uh somnarium actually honorable mention for me uh number three for me an infinite regression uh just the way that starts out with that opening guitar like you know Mm -hmm. like once you hear that intro you're like oh god here we go strap in (laughs) uh number two for me david uh great way to end the album for some reason i was obsessed with that song when i heard it back in the day and the number one for me isolated incidents does not get better than that yeah Uh, that song just where it goes the the way that it kind of you kind of travel with that song it kind of takes
1: you. a good word for it travel yeah Yeah, it takes you some
3: places so isolated incidents
1: I think all my favorites were songs you've talked about already Just in general, <laughs> so it's great uh, Honorable Mentions were me were David and Cylindrical C Yep. Uh, just uh, the slowdown and the kind of vibe of both those tracks were great for that album uh, And then 321, Isolated Incidents, which we've already talked about Great track, uh, Do Not Go Gently And then I like the title track, uh, Waitless It's yeah. my top pick Great, yeah. nice Honorable
2: mention, uh, uh Espera Yes I like that song Um, Top three, I'm going to go Isolated Incidents, Uh, Odessa, and then New Eden. Nice.
3: nice, Good picks. Great picks. Great picks. Well, that was uh, Waitlist by Animals as Leaders, uh, released in 2011. That was my pick for this week. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll be right back to uh, do Matt's favorite part of the podcast and show you guys what we're bringing up next week. Uh, it's what you spend in episode 50.
0: All right. Yes. Well, it's time to do a little teaser
3: of what's to come next week uh, by letting y'all know what's coming up uh, as far as the content. We go in the order that we talked today, so we'll go ahead. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, we go in the order that we talked about, so to do so, or to kick us off, we'll go with Jacob, what do you got for us? Yeah. Jesus fuck, dude. God fucking damn it, Jacob. <laughs> Miseducational, of Lauren Hill. All right. I like it. Yeah, I, I like say it. More. I like it. Yeah. All right, dude. Wow. Actually, this is the last episode. This We're not going to be able time. to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's over. <laughs> All right. Um, wow. That will
1: be fun. One word, I haven't wow. seen that album in a long time.
3: Me either. Wow. Yes.
1: Um, you know me, I like our local artists, and so this band, I don't listen to a whole lot of their stuff, but this album is very uh, conceptual. A band called The Decembrists Ooh. from 2009 called The Hazards of Love. Uh, it's a concept album to its, to its finest, so nice. if you guys like it. The hazards of one? Love. Love. Hell yeah. Okay. Let me just jot that
3: down. Hazards. Based out in Portland, you said? Yep. Nice. Shout out Matt. Always bringing up the locals. And for me, I've been really, really sitting on this one, and uh, you know what, I don't bring up enough hip-hop, so I'm going... The house is burning by Isaiah Rashad, uh, his latest album released in 2021. Um, I fucking love this album. So. Wait, is, is that signed? Oh yeah, nice. Sign, yeah <laughs> nice signed dude. copy. Nice. Um, house is burning, Isaiah Rashad. Great, great stuff. Uh, same, he's oh, on yeah. TDE with SZA and Kendrick, so you're already a little familiar with that. A little bit. Um, but yeah, golly, dude. Lauren Hill, December's, and Isaiah Rashad. I'm stoked. Um, that's gonna be good. Uh, but, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we truly appreciate it, uh, especially if you've been here uh, for if this isn't your first time. We appreciate that. If it is your first time, stick around. Throw a subscribe up, like, whatever, comment. Uh, anyways, this has been episode fifty of What You Spin in Instrumental Day
0: Part Two. Uh, we'll be back next time. What You Spin. In. So you